What is up, DePaul basketball fans? My name is Ethan Densmore, and this is the 10th episode of the Blue Demon Hoops podcast here on the Blue Demon Hoops blog, as well as Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. I just got to start out by giving a huge thank you to all my supporters. My growth the last few months, especially, if not the last few weeks during quarantine, has been insane. I am truly grateful for the opportunity to be continuing to share my passion for DePaul basketball, not only through my podcast, but also through my blog post covering everything DePaul basketball. I have spoken on before. I was not expecting to continue this to this extent. It started out as a class assignment, and here I am in the middle of April, still going strong. So thank you for your continued support. This is only the beginning. I will be keeping you up to date with everything DePaul basketball as we get ready for the draft, as well as looking forward to next season, as I've talked about before. But this episode, not too many big things to highlight, just a few transfer um, players, and just going to be talking about that quickly. So starting out, I want to discuss Anthony Diavanzo. He was a grad transfer from Lewis University in the suburbs of Illinois. He was initially Talking about coming to DePaul, we were on his top three along with Drake and Southern Illinois Carbondale. I had wrote a whole blog post because I thought that he'd be coming to DePaul per Lawrence Kramer from the DePaulia. He said he was in, he was pretty much leaning towards DePaul as one of his top choices. And he announced yesterday morning on Saturday, uh, sorry, on Sunday morning that he would be heading to Southern Illinois. So a little bit disappointing there. Um, coming from a D2 school, I think he was a little bit uh, frowned upon or almost looked down by a lot of DePaul fans. But from when I looked at his stats as well as um, several of his clips, I thought he had a lot of potential. I talked about in my post yesterday that I think he really could have, in my eyes, been someone to replace Paul Reed, who, as we know, is has declared for the NBA draft and will be heading to the NBA next season um, and leaving DePaul after his junior year. So I thought that he... It was a similar body type, a similar, um, I guess, like player when it came to his ability. A very strong shooter, not only from within 15 feet, but also from behind the arc. Last season, he shot 39% uh, to Paul's 30%. So though he's not as athletic or maybe as strong as many people think Paul is, I think he definitely has the ability and will do well for Southern Illinois um, down there as he transfers from Lewis. Um, this does kind of open up a weird spot for DePaul as he was one of their, I'd say, more like higher tier grad transfers in my eyes. I thought that he was going to make a lot of noise when he came to Chicago. So he's gone. Um, can't really focus on that too much, though. I said in the end that I think the Blue Demons really need to focus on moving forward and just looking to a few other options they still have on the table, uh, including someone named Michael Flowers. So he's a 6'1 guard junior transfer from Western Michigan University. Um, he recently entered the transfer portal, and when I saw his name pop up, I I was I was impressed. He he averaged sixteen point nine points a game last season. He shot forty two point eight percent from the field, so not too bad there. Pretty solid numbers. Um, and I he said he's going to announce his decision this week. I think he definitely has a chance at DePaul. I saw Romeo Williams as 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 well as a few other uh, DePaul players. Um, I guess, like, interacting with him on Twitter, so that's not a bad sign. Always nice to see when when the, when the guys on DePaul like, like someone they will, 
I mean, tend to hit them up, try, tend to interact with them. So always a nice sign when you see them trying to draw him in, retweeting and quoting his tweet. So um, his final four schools, along with DePaul, are Iowa State, Santa Clara, and California, Berkeley. So not exactly sure where he's leaning. I saw something saying he might go to Cal. I saw something saying that maybe DePaul's the option too. It's really hard to tell. I, I see all kinds of conflicting things all the time. I think it'd be a great addition to DePaul. Um, as we lost Devin Gage to Fresno State as he transferred a few weeks ago. I think he'd be great depth for DePaul at the guard position. Uh, really, really talented. Definitely can uh, switch off with the one, I think. Maybe the two as well next to Charlie Moore. Um, and yeah, I, I, think he, I think he's going to be a, a great addition if he does come to the Blue Demons. So excited to see where he ends up making his decision. Hopefully in Chicago with the Blue Demons. But um, if not, then we have a few other people as well. So another transfer is Cor- Corvosier McCauley. I think that's how you say it, Cor- Corvosier McCauley. So he's a 6'1 guard sophomore from Lincoln Memorial University. And he was a member of their uh, the South Atlantic Conference all-freshman team. So had a great start to his college career with them at LMU. Um, during his freshman season, he had an impressive 20 points a game as well as 43.6% from three points. So as a freshman, he's already lighting it up. He was a big uh, producer as far as points and scoring for them. So really looking to pick up him. Um, He just entered the portal recently last week. I think it was last week. And he's already received a lot of offers and big name schools are trying to get him as he, he, I mean, he's a big guy. Um, I, I think he definitely could be someone that DePaul could benefit from as well, similar to Flowers. I think with his shooting ability, DePaul can really improve as they as they show last season they weren't as strong from three point as they wish. We still have Jalen Coleman Lands and Charlie Moore, but I think that somebody like that can really help. Just anyway, anyway, coming in as like a six man, I think he could. Um, I don't know necessarily take Paul Reed's place at the forward, but he definitely could be switched off with Moore as well as Lopez or Weems at the guard position. So, looking at him as well as. Uh, Kareem Main, who is currently in high school, and he's a little bit of an interesting situation because, as we've seen over like the last week or so, a lot of players have decided to either decommit from their colleges they were considering or just not commit to begin with and just go right to the NBA G League team. There's a new team in LA, I believe, who has pretty much like founded themselves as like a developmental team, more of like what the G League when it was called the D League kind of in my eyes like used to be like developing players to get ready for the NBA so they get a salary and just some sort of like from what I read it's like training to prepare them more for the NBA as opposed to playing on a college team which I think it's interesting because I I get that people want to be right on track to the NBA but I think from watching so much college basketball and being a big college basketball fan myself I think that there's there's nothing like playing with a college team that playing with the NBA team right away can like change. I think that college is such a great place for a lot of players to start, even though they dream of going to the NBA. As you saw, I mean, Paul Reed, freshman season, did not, did not play very much or very well. And now he's on his way to the NBA after two years in college. So I don't know if he would have taken off that quickly or played that well if he was with this G League team that they're pl- planning on putting together. But... Anyway, more on that to come later. So Kareem Main, he's a five-star um, gu- uh, guard from Veneer College in Canada. He's six four. So, like I said, he's deciding between the NBA as well as Marquette, Memphis, Michigan State, and Pittsburgh. Now, 
I saw that there was a few, I saw 24-7 Sports was talking about him going to Marquette. I saw another article talking about him going to Michigan State. So I don't know if DePaul is necessarily in the like top of his list. But in an article in 27 Sports, um, 24-7 Sports, he said, um, he talked about DePaul and he said that they want me to come in and have a big role because they need me, which is true. I think it'd be great to have a great five-star addition. So he said, uh, for them, I would come in and have a starting role right away and play alongside Charlie Moore. So he'd be at the two, as you said. So uh, they had me at the two and I'd have the ball in my hands. The plan they have for me is very interesting. So more um, to come on that soon. I, I'm not really sure what he's thinking. Definitely a interesting uh, kind of like system we have coming around here as I think due to the coronavirus as well as colleges trying to uh, just do new things as, as, as guys want to get to the NBA faster and just have more interest in uh, developing at a higher level. So I'm not sure how that's going to go um, as well as the NBA draft. We still don't have any news on that. I saw something that the NBA is having a some sort of plan in place to try and come back soon. So hopefully along with that, we will see the return um, of the NBA season. I know the playoffs were supposed to start um, within the last few weeks. So that is very interesting. Um, and just as well as um, the draft, I think that it, it still will probably take place. The WNBA draft was very successful this past Friday. Uh, still happened, just not in person. Um, and I, I didn't see any problems with that. Um, so nothing too big there. And then just to end this podcast, I want to be a little candid and I just want to talk about um, like my my like passion and just like my role with this whole thing. So I I feel like I have received um, over the last few weeks as I have put some more controversial posts about with Coach Lato or with different players. Um, I feel like a lot of people may not agree with my perspective per se, and I think that's totally okay. I like I'm I'm here to provide a passionate student who perspective. Um, who in a way can maybe provide a more, not modern approach, but necessarily, but a, um, like, yeah, just positive, like, like optimistic perspective on DePaul basketball. I see a lot of hate on Twitter, a lot of just animosity towards the program. I know that DePaul hasn't been heading in the right direction in the last few years to most people, but I think through, um, through the support these guys can really pick it up. This is this is a college team. This is not LeBron and uh, I don't know Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. This is not the NBA. These are college players who need support from fans, and it's it, it's disappointing that when DePaul basketball their Twitter account puts a highlight of Charlie Moore like crossing someone over, and people decide to use that to hate on either him or Coach Lato. I just I just don't think that's that's cool. I, I don't think that's okay. So. Um, if you have gotten to this point in the podcast, I, I assume you are one of my bigger supporters and I appreciate it. Um, it means the world that you're still sticking around with me. Um, but I encourage you to try and, um, I guess, promote more positivity and more, um, like more optimism when it comes to the team. I know that a lot of people aren't happy with decisions that have been made with hiring or recruits. And I know that DePaul has lost a few transfers and few players in the last few months. But I believe that this team is heading in the right direction even still. And I think that um, we got to stay together. If you are a true DePaul fan, then you got to hang with us because 
can't be having any bandwagons coming back in February when we're third in the Big East and all of a sudden you take back your comment about Romeo Weems or about Paul Reed not going to the NBA. So anyway, that's my TED Talk for the day. I thought I would get that out there. I've been thinking about that a lot. So yeah, again, thanks for the support on Twitter. I'm almost at 100 followers, which is huge. Absolutely blew up over the last few weeks. Um, just continuing to pump out content, tweeting all kinds of stats and um, obviously putting out these blogs. So thank you for your continued support. I will obviously continue to track all the latest DePaul transfer news and um, Paul Reed, NBA, mock stuff. I'm still seeing him early second round. So if anyone is wondering about that. So still seeing him going early second round. And um, yeah, that's about it. I'm, I'm hopeful for college basketball and for sports to come back soon. I think it's, uh, it's still, still disappointing that we're uh, in the spot we are now, just kind of watching reruns and... Um, yeah. Also, if you watch Michael Jordan's uh, The Last Dance ESPN Netflix special, um, feel free to let me know how you enjoyed that. I thought it was great. I, a lot, I've, I've been a Chicago fan, sports fan, Bulls fan my entire life, but didn't really know, uh, didn't really know about a lot of his career and the stuff with Scottie Pippen. So I really enjoyed that. I hope you're staying up to date with that as well. The first two episodes aired last night. So anyway, that's it for this episode, the 10th episode of the Blue Demon Hills podcast. A little bit of a uh, little bit of extra content for you here as I digress, but thanks for being here. Thanks for all the continued support. I hope everyone is staying safe during their quarantine time and that we can all come together soon at Wintrust Arena and uh, support our Blue Demons as they uh, get ready for the new season. So that is it, and I will see you in the next one. Go Blue Demons.